Juan say? Welcome back to another podcast from What Will Juan Say? Today we're going to be talking about loving your life. And just to let you know, as of this episode, I am going to be recording them in English and Spanish. So this is your English version. In case you were wondering, is he going to be talking both English and Spanish on the podcast? It'll be separate episodes, but I do have them now available in English and Spanish due to some requests from other subscribers. So let's get started. Loving your life. What do I mean by that? And what prompted this theme? Well, I received two messages. The first one was from a person that was complaining about social media. She was saying, I'm tired of seeing all the crap that people post online. You know, motivational quotes that sound really good, but people don't really follow them. Or they don't lead by example from what they're posting in this case. And it reminded me of the previous episode when I talked about how this comedian talked that you were going in stages, you know, how when you're in love, everything was pretty, everything was colorful, the sky was blue, the stars would shine more than ever. You know, many of us have seen it on social media with people that we follow or our friends or family members. And then if things didn't work out, you became negative and started preaching. You would start posting quotes from the Bible or from books or poems or songs. And then you would start showing this amazing life that you're living, hoping that that person misses you. And then you would go through uh, also eating healthy, going to the gym, how, look, uh, how good you look, and things of that nature. So it's It was funny how he described it, like all these uh, moments or sections that we go through. And that prompted this, this theme for today, because those are emotional reactions. Something happens in our life, and we try to change it based on an emotion. And it's usually just for a few instances. How many of you have gone through something that happened, you know, In a specific day, you got uh, into an accident, you were sick, you were in the hospital, or you were having a bad day, and you said, if this works out, I'm going to change my life. I'm going to be different. I'm going to be doing blah, blah, blah. And then after a few days, you end up dropping off. You end up kind of going back to your old habits. I would say nine out of ten, that's most of us. And what I mean with loving life is when you really love life, you don't make changes based on emotions that will only last for a few instances in your life. You're actually making changes that'll stick in your life, that'll be part of your life, that you're going to carry from now on. And a lot of the times we're we're very emotional. And that's why we get tired from those 
new changes that we're trying to make. Just think about it like if you were going to run a marathon and you didn't train for it. All of a sudden, you decide that you were going to run one. And you're all positive and motivated and you start running. You take off first five, ten minutes. You're doing pretty good. But after that, you start getting tired. And eventually you quit because you didn't prepare for it. You, de you never trained for it. You didn't make, make that part of your life. It's like you just decided, you just woke up one day, I'm going to run a marathon. Compared to people that make it a habit, make it a part of their lives. They run several times a week. They prepare, they train. See, those are changes that stick with you forever. They're not just moments of your life. And I feel like most of us go through that. A lot of people get affected by circumstances that they live. But how many of us have been really impacted by those things that we end up making the change forever? Just think about it. Probably you can count them with, with one hand. Because a lot of the times we, we're just too emotional. So that's why I wanted to talk about loving your life. What's, what's that about? Loving your life has to be more than an instant. It has to be when you can make someone else happy, for example. You inspire someone else. When was the last time that you inspired someone? When was the last time that you inspired the person that's sitting right next to you, in front of you? When was the last time that you said, today I'm going to inspire a person? And I bring this up because I read several profiles, and it's funny, but on social media profiles, there's plenty of people that that's actually on their bucket list. To change someone's life for good. To make a good impact in someone's life and make it a better life. But my question is, when are you going to do it? What are you waiting for? A lot of us live life thinking that we have so many years. That we're there's time to do it. Don't worry about it. It's on my bucket list. I'll eventually get to it. And there's a group that can say, well, I'm too old to do it. Oh, well, you're too old. That means that you have a lot of experience. So you should actually do it faster. It should be easier for you. And then there's the other group that says, I'm too young. I'll eventually do it. Well, that means that you have plenty of life, huh? How many of us have put a limit in what we want to do? Because that's the other thing. A lot of the times we put limits on things that we actually want to do. We limit ourselves. And it's not because we can't do more than that. It's for, for, for whatever reason, we put those limits in our lives and don't even realize it. And that's where I think we start leaving things for later. We'll eventually get to them. Who guarantees you that you're going to wake up tomorrow? How many times have you gone through that stage? It's like this, this little seed that if you were going to inspire or impact another person, it's like 
planting a seed. You're not going to inspire a person by an instant, by a moment. Because most likely, that person will be like you. It's just a moment, and then he or she will go back to, to their own habits. But what if you actually treat that inspiration like a seed that you actually plant in someone that's eventually going to grow something else in that person? That's what loving your life is. How many seeds have you not taken? How many seeds have you just left there? Because you were too busy, because you had that limit, because you thought that there's more coming. How many things have you left undone or you never did because of that? How many times do you let something that was supposed to be so incredible or could have been so incredible for you, for your life, just pass on by. I think there's a lot of those instances. And it's because we limit ourselves. We act like we're going to live forever. That we have enough time. That eventually we'll plan it. I'll do it when I feel like it. I'll do it when I actually plan it. When I have time. When I have money. You're no, never going to have enough money. You're never going to have enough time. Some things you just have to do them. So, just an example of that is, how many trees have you planted in your life? How many times have you said, today I'm going to go plant a tree? Just that little one example. That would be something, imagine if each one of us did that. And that tree eventually is going to grow. It's going to provide shade for someone else to that might use it to read a book and become someone productive in society. It might be a tree where two people meet and get married 20 years later down the road. You never know. But just why not leave something behind? In this case, we're just talking about planting a tree. What if you take it a step further and it's not a tree? It's that impact that you cause in someone else's life. Look at it as, as a tree also, like a little plant, like a little seed, that start, something that started like a seed in someone's life. That's loving your life. Just... Remember when you were a kid and you used to go out on the street and play? Let's say you went out and started kicking the ball. Just look at, at the kids when they do that. They do it one day, the next day, for a month, for two months, and they enjoy it because they love life. They enjoy that moment that they're living. And a lot of us don't do that. Yeah, we have these moments in our lives, but at the same time, we don't enjoy them at full capacity. 
because let's bring the other point now on this society. Social media. How many times do you enjoy actually something at its fullest? And how many times you kind of enjoy it because you were too worried getting your phone out to record it, record that event and share it with someone else? And let's take it a step further. Speaking of social media, how many times do you post something as it is, as you're living it, and how many times you actually plan it on a way that how you want others to see it? A lot of the times we don't live moments at its full because of things like that. Just look at concerts. Look at a concert 10 years ago when you actually enjoyed it, when you got pumped up and you actually enjoyed the sound and the band and, and the crowd and everything. And now you go to a concert and it's full of cell phones. Everybody's recording the, the concert. You have a big stage in front of you, but you decide to look at that stage through a little five or six inch screen. And here's the worst part. You're at a concert recording with your phone. And first of all, the sound is so loud that your phone is going to record it all distorted. No one else is going to enjoy it like you're, you were supposed to enjoy it there. How many times do you go on YouTube and look for a phone for a, a concert? Or a video that you're searching for X band recorded with a cell phone live. You don't do that. You look for the HD version. You want quality. And a lot of the times you'll say, well, I did it because I was going to watch it later. You don't watch it later. How many of us have videos and pictures on our phones that we don't see more than twice? And that's it. So stop limiting yourself on what you want others to see, on what you want others to think, and start living your life. Love your life. Enjoy that moment. Enjoy it like if you were a little kid. Because a lot of times we worry about what others might think of us if we're enjoying something. So going back to loving your life, what is it for me? I would say that loving your life is when you make someone else happy. When you make another person happy. Whether you know that person or not, that's part of loving life. That's one of the, your biggest accomplishments right there that you should acknowledge. How many times have you had an act of kindness for someone else that you made that person happy? How many times do you see that you might be able to help someone, but you limit yourself? You just stop and think about it, but you decide to keep on walking. I think a lot of us have gone through that, and you wonder yourself, should I do it? Should I not? How many of those instances you go through in not helping someone else only, helping yourself? 
How many times do you say, should I do this or should I, should I do that? Just think about, for example, if you like someone. How many times do you hold back? Because you're too worried about what that person might think. Not knowing that maybe if you would have taken your chance and done what you actually felt like doing for that person would have created a huge impact. You would have made that person very happy. When you make another person happy, we can go back to that seed. It's, it's like you're leaving part of you. It's you're leaving your essence with someone else. So it's like planting that tree. You're leaving something behind that someone is going to use eventually. That's, that's the importance of, of loving life and not being selfish and sharing it with someone else, even if with a stranger. So how do you accomplish that? Well, first of all, change the way that you think and you will change your life. How much do you believe in things, in goals, in you? And what is your limit? Can you change that limit? Should you have a limit? Sometimes you have the same limit from 10 years ago. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't have a limit. Maybe it's, it's a work in progress. But you should be moving that limit over and over and over as you improve your life, as you become a better person, as you, as you acquire experience and knowledge. Now think about that limit. How much has that limit cost you? How much has it cost you in your past? How much is it costing you now? And how much will it cost you in your future? Because you're holding back, because you're putting that limit on yourself. Loving life is moving that limit away. Push it over. Push it over until eventually it wears out and you have no limit. That's, that's loving life for me. Another good example of that is when you get sick or the doctor tells you that you're going to die, that you have only two months to live. All of a sudden, there's no limit in your life. Now you really want to change your life. You want to do all these things. Because now someone told you that you have a very limited amount of time to live. Well, let me tell you something. What if someone told you you're dying every single day? Whatever you're living today, you will never live again. This day, you will never live again. Every day is new. So you are dying every day since you were born. So why should you wait until someone actually tells you and gives you a specified amount of time? So why wait for that? Remove that limit. Start living life. Remember that. Each one of us is dying every single day. We're not eternal. At least not in this earth. How many times do you see that? With people that know that they're going to die. It's easy now to change your life. It's easy 
to start loving it and cherishing it. And here comes another point. The second message that was sent to me was from a couple that got married. And they asked me, what advice would you give us? We just got married. And I said, well, one of the best advice that I've ever given to couples is no matter how upset you're with each other, never go to bed, never go to sleep without saying good night. Because you don't know if you're going to wake up the next day. Just think about how would you feel if that happened. Was all that, that negative energy and attitude you had a night before worth it? Was that fight worth it? I'm not saying you should go happy to bed even if you had the biggest argument 30 minutes before. Yeah, you can still go upset to bed. But at least say goodnight. Say goodbye to that person. Because you don't know if, if that person is going to wake up or you're going to wake up the next day. So again, that's another example of loving life and not for an instant. Not based on an emotion. It's you actually actually live by that. That's one of the things that I believe in, for example, that I, I added to my life. So remembering that that guy that was running the marathon, train for your life. Train to love your life. Train to be happy. Train to live your life at its fullest. What are you waiting for? Your life is a marathon. And you should never quit. But sometimes we act like someone's eventually going to come train us. Someone eventually is going to give us the easy way. And that's not going to happen. And you don't know who's standing right behind you that was going to get inspired by you. But they didn't do it because you limited yourself. Just think of if you have kids. How many times are you inspiring your kid, your son, your daughter? How many times they look up to you and you're supposed to be inspiring them? So what are you waiting for? Are you waiting for someone to tell you that you have two months to live? So that's why I wanted to talk about this. Loving life, that's what loving life is. It's not about complaining. It's not about saying how unfair things are. Because we can complain as much as we want. But I would say complain, but also bring an improvement. Complain, but help make a change. Don't just complain and create a bigger limit for yourself. So I guess with this, I address those two messages that I got uh, about two weeks ago about this. And I hope that this inspires you to start living life at its fullest. And share that with someone else. Inspire that person next to you. Inspire your son, your daughter, your brother, someone. But inspire at least that one person in your life. And this shouldn't be part of your bucket list. This should be more like part of your life. 
Each one of us should inspire at least one person without planning it. Just think about how many things you do without being aware that someone else is watching you. You should be doing it thinking of that, that there's always always someone watching. One day we were talking about integrity and honesty, and I asked the question, well, what's the difference? And most people were like, it's kind of the same. You know, you're, you're honest, that means you have integrity. Well, I remember a story that I heard one day about a couple that was in a hotel. And they got hungry. They decided to order pizza. Pizza guy comes, delivers a pizza. The lady opens the door, pays him 20 bucks. He takes off. She opens the pizza and goes, honey, there's no, there's no pizza in the box. And he's like, what do you mean? Well, look at it. There's actually money. The box is full of money. She starts counting it. It ends up being close to $5,000. And he says, well, we have to return that. And she starts getting upset and arguing with him. He's like, why? Are you crazy? We made $5,000 with 20 bucks. Why would you give it back? He's like, because that's the honest thing to do. That's why my dad taught me. So they get into the car, start driving to the pizza place. She's arguing with him because she doesn't want to return it. She thinks he's crazy. But yet they still drive to the pizza place and return the box. And, and they talk to the manager and tell him, well, this is what happened. I'm an honest person, so I'm bringing this box back. And he goes, oh, so you, you heard the story over the radio. He was like, what story? Oh, well, someone misplaced the money in this box. And the delivery guy grabbed it by accident. So we contacted a radio station to see if they could help us recover that box. You know, offers a little bit of money in exchange, hoping that someone honest like you would bring it back. He's like, well, I wasn't aware of this. I was just being honest. He was like, okay, well, let me call the radio station so they can put you on the air and, you know, uh, just thank you publicly. He's like, no, 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 there's no need for that. I'm just... Here's your box. Here's your money. Well, at least let me get your full name, your information, and I'll make sure that everybody in town knows how honest you are. He's like, no, just take the box. He's like, well, sir, what's the problem? Why don't you want me to, you know, let everybody know how honest you are? And he says, well, you see that lady that's with me? She's not my wife. So... Manager says, I see, I understand. So my question is, he was honest, but does he have integrity? See, integrity is when you do things when no one's watching. The second part of this story is, again, for that couple that asked for that advice. You can do better than that. Don't limit yourself in your relationship, for example. Think of this guy. Was that the best that he could do? Cheat on his wife? Why do you limit yourself to love another person? How many times do you think relationships don't last because we limit ourselves? 
we limit ourselves on sharing what we actually feel for that person. We limit ourselves doing special things for others. We limit ourselves every day sometimes. So I hope this story and this podcast inspires you to quit doing that and start doing things like if someone else was watching you, even when they're not, because you don't know when are you going to inspire someone else. So don't be selfish. Start doing things to inspire others. I hope this podcast inspires you to do that. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to follow me on What Would Juan Say on Instagram. And just remember, subscribe because there's more podcasts coming. If you have something that you want me to talk about, you want to share a story, just send me a message through Instagram. Remember, What Would Juan Say? All together, no spaces. So that is it for today. And I will be talking to you guys until the next episode. What would Juan say?